I'm Isander. And I'm Coda. And today we're going to be talking about the galaxy's silliest clowns. Not including us. The, the Harlequins, who everyone absolutely loves to dunk on, but everyone likes to also forget that they have units that might, I'm putting a very big might there, be strong enough to beat Primarchs. Yeah, yeah the clowns are a lot. The, the clowns are a lot. And again, emphasis on the might there. We'll return to that later. For now, what you need to know is they won the vote by a slim margin, beating the heroes of the Imperium. And it was it was, it was was so close, it was almost a tie. It was, it was painful. It was like the last minute last minute breakout, the clowns won, which oh. I'm so glad for. I've been intrigued by the clowns since we started oh, you're, this. You're going to like this episode, I think. But that sends the heroes of the Imperium into our loser's bracket. And this time the options are the Ultramarines, the Night Lords, the Inquisition, and the heroes of the Imperium, like Caiaphas Cain. Those are the ones who've lost before. Those are your options this time. You sound off by voting in the comments. As you can tell, it does have an effect because if some of you Imperium guys were out there a little louder, I mean, the Orcs got their bread. The Necrons got their bread. I'm just, I'm just saying. This is your time. The um, poor heroes of the Imperium. So those are the four options. Loser gets sent to the shadowier realm. The shadowier. So, yeah, so you sound off in the comments. The poll will also be available for you patrons on Patreon, where you can get access to a bonus episode every week, and you get access to the community Discord. So for those of you who like binging, and you've already finished everything here, and you want more of your favorite show, there's actually twice as much. There's, there's a bunch of fun episodes there, and you can help us keep the lights on. So for those of you doing that as I speak, thank you very much. For those of you who are already there, thank you so much. You are what helps us keep producing this. And now, let us get into the clowns, which, let me just deal with this in the very beginning, outright. They're not clowns. They're not clowns. Very important note. Everybody likes to call them clowns, and I will be fair, you look at the art and... They look like clowns. Yeah, so... I, I mean, if it, if it walks like a clown with those stupid big shoes, and it honks like a clown they don't with the big nose... Honking is false. And they, like, cackle like... Okay, they do cackle very very frighteningly like a clown then yeah it's a clown but the more accurate description for them is just deranged theater kids that's so theater kids unchecked yes theater kids unchecked no supervisor at all it's it's they worship the laughing god kegarak it has 101 pronunciations that's why i say it don't don't start anything in the comments that's just kegarak kegarak and he is he is unique to, or they are actually unique to the, the Eldar, the space elves, because they don't really have any hard allegiance with anybody. It's it's Kagarak pretty much above all. And they, they will that's the most consistent loyalty they have. And then from there it's it's pretty much ever shifting. We'll cover a bit of their, their alliances later, but for now, what you need to know is that they treat everything as fairly expendable if it's on the enemy side if that makes sense. Kegrak has some phenomenal art to his name. I mean, it's it's really good stuff, which is such a shame because his army does not have very many cool models. But uh, he, he has some really cool art and he is one of the few, I'm talking single digit gods. There's not many of them left that survived the birth of the fourth chaos god. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, for those of you, long story short, the Eldar had won at everything. They won, they... Have you ever, everyone's beaten a game 100% and there's nothing left to do and that boredom creeps in. They did this in real life. That is what happened to them. I beat Skyrim. I did everything. Yeah. And what else do I have to do except... Don't say CBBE. 
install CBBB and then uh, massacre Mar- Markarth. That's basically what they set out to do. Becoming the most deranged and debaucherous people out there. They would constantly seek new and new highs. So it went from tic-tac-toe and quilting to quilting with skin. Because that's new. I've never done this before. And it's screaming while I'm doing it. This is a new thrill. Let's try this. It was that level of insanity. Anything to give them a little bit more entertainment than last time was what they were going for. And this just kept going and going. And this mass just kept growing and growing until it collapsed under its own weight. And, uh, well... When a heavy enough object does that, you get a black hole. Now imagine if that heavy object is just sin. <laughs> you get a chaos god. It's no, I. That's that's pretty much what it is. It's the weight of the sins of an entire species you have a ball collapsing of in and of and itself. Then it collapses in on itself. Mm-hmm. And-, and in that moment, eight and ten Eldar died basically I- immediately. Immediately, a good. They went from oh, we're doing great endangered species. It's like if pigeons just all died tomorrow. Oh, that's and you sad. only saw like three. That's concerning. I love street pigeons. You may be the only one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that that's what happened to them, and it didn't just happen to the Eldar, but their pantheon too. A lot of them went out because uh, Slanesh is, is is a lot. They're, it's they're, a lot. They're a lot. Um, a lot of them. They they fell. And they did it in a not-so-pleasant way. It affected them. It did. Uh, for example, their god of war found himself getting angrier and angrier and angrier, right? And and so a lot of them found themselves becoming worse and weakening slowly after Slanesh's birth. Kagarak was the exception. He was just kind of Fortnite dancing around. I, 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 I'm not... We don't actually hard know how Kagarak survived when pretty much everyone else died or got captured. But... What we do know is nowadays his main hobby is popping out of the webway and throwing the middle finger up at Slanesh and then popping back. He's a... Na, 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 na. You can't get me. That's actually what he... That is, that's his day job. Just taunting Slanesh all day, every day. And he's happy like that. That sounds like a fun job. I can see why he's happy. Yeah, and, and the funniest thing is, as far as we know, he did it unharmed. Every every other god vanished. He he's just he's living. He's he's thriving. He's thriving. Yeah. untouched, moisturized, living in his lane. Well, in the webway, which is everyone's, it's everyone's lane. Uh, it's actually he said he may be one of the few things that actually knows all of the webway, which is basically like saying you know how to get anywhere instantly, no matter what, with ease and gusto. And I mean anywhere. That's how comprehensive the webway is. He's also the patron saint of deception. Stealth, art, and creativity. Probably why he has such phenomenal art. I won't lie. You gotta get fairly creative with him. Um, And when you worship him, not only do you get access to the best heists in the galaxy, and just, if you want to be a bit of a dick to everyone, you can be a little bit of a dick to everyone. Uh, When Slanesh comes to collect your soul, Kegrak will snatch it first. (laughs) Because when when the Eldar created Slanesh, they also put themselves in this weird uh, painful loop. Where whenever, for those of them that survived, which is not many at all, whenever they die, it's, Slanesh will come and grab their soul faster than it can go to wherever it was intending to go. It's just like, imagine you, you pass and you're going, you're floating up to the pearly gates, you see them, you see them, and then just a purple hand grabs you. And yeah. then 
That's it. That's it. I can't say anything that else that happens after because probably nothing good. Demonetization. Yeah, it's like that one scene where Tom Cannon died by getting hit by a piano, and his soul starts going up, and then snatched. He just gets grabbed. He got guillotined in one episode. I mean, properly guillotined, which has always been very amusing to me because in their dynamic, Tom feels really bad whenever he actually kills Jerry, but Jerry just keep it pushing. He got he got hard guillotined. It's whatever. Move he got on. he got whacked. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but Kegrak will do that, and um, instead of Slanesh taking your soul to a place worse than death, uh, you'll just hear like the clown nose, bam bam, and then you'll be taken away. Instead of going there, you will wind up joining his kind of collective. Like you, you'll join his kind of collective footprint in the in the warp. His uh, weird carnival. The no. weird carnival in the sky. No, it's not a carnival. It's it said like you just become like a part of his energy effectively. So you just make oh. him like a, I think you make him just a hair stronger, if anything. Oh. Yeah. Um the the carnival is on the ground, and we'll talk about the carnival in a second. Um they they take after their god really, really aggressively, hence the bright clothing, the unbelievable agility, and the the the, the clownish appearance, Cl- frankly. Yeah, yeah. But they also have some ridiculous gear. They're usually organized into troops. Uh, like I told you, the th- the that's theater. troop with an E. We're yeah. talking about clowns here. Yeah, they're they're, they're the th- no, they're theater kids. Oh, they're theater. Yeah, they're, forgot about and that. And their main goal, interestingly enough, is to bring every every all the Eldar back together and restoring slash preserving their history in the meantime. That's kind of their day their day job. So they're the Eldar's treason, kind of. <laughs> not, not. I mean, I. In the in the archiving sense, mm-hmm. yes, you're totally right. Um, they Trazen's almost doing this for himself. Mm. They're truly doing this. This for, this is a task to keep the boredom away. Yeah, like yeah, for Trazen, that's what's going on. It's a task to keep. It's just the like away. I am existentially bored. I need something to do. I'll mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. Meanwhile, for the Harlequins, it's we are going extinct. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fact. We need to mend this. And that's that's the difference. Of, I, I could see how you got there, though. You're not too far off the money, honestly. Um, because of that goal, though, they can yank from pretty much any faction of the Eldar. So you can be recruited from anywhere. And they will work with pretty much anyone, so long as you're helping that overarching goal. So their main problem is chaos, specifically. Because it, it killed a double-digit percentage of their population. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah It yeah. makes sense. They were first seen right before that massive black hole of sin collapsed in on itself. And they were the ones, they were they were still putting on performances. They were just worshippers of the clown god at that time. And their performances were more, you know that kind of art that strives to show you the problems in society? Mm-hmm. That was them, basically. Okay, they were, they were so- holding up a mirror to the Eldar. But the problem is, I'm pretty sure like every, everyone knows this, it, it doesn't take a rocket surgeon, I'll be honest, it really doesn't take a rocket surgeon to figure out what is wrong or what you're doing wrong. Most people deep down know what they're doing is wrong it's just the right thing is usually the hardest most boring and least instantly gratifying thing you could possibly do at the moment it sucks Mm -hmm. it's boring it's lame it's dry why would i do this and so nobody likes when somebody tells them that especially when you're showing up mid-party like you're harshing the vibe dude i'm trying to knit here i'm trying to knit here and i can i can hardly hear him screaming while you're over here telling me about all this i know it's bad i don't care this is more entertaining. Can you, like, leave? And so that's how they were treated originally. Turns out they were right, but the Eldar found that out the hard way. The Harlequin weren't in for a little bit there um, while all that was happening to the Eldar. They kind of slinked off with a clown somewhere. We don't 
we're not really sure. They did reappear years later as a full mask, and we're going to explain those later. And they saved an entire world from chaos right before it was taken away. And I mean, like, right in the nick of time. They really like It's just like that. the purple hand was right there, and they're like, yoink! Yeah, they'll usually show up and yank victory from the jaws of defeat with ease, and then just leave. Um, and nobody is born into it, but you are recruited um, and handpicked. It's kind of like how nobody's born into special forces or anything. You're kind of handpicked. That's what goes on with them. And it's a... It, it depends on a person-by-person basis. Some people have seen a masked figure that's only visible to them, that's calling to them, like from an alleyway, to come here. Uh, others have seen um, or heard wretched laughter and followed it. Others have just disappeared, either while alone or during, during the chaos of a full uh, Harlequin performance and just vanished. There's no default way to become a Harlequin, but they, they can recruit in a myriad of ways. And when you do this, you kind of lose your sense of self, you're still a person, but you now become part of this bigger performance and you don a mask appropriately that kind of subsumes your personality in a way. You, you really step into the role. You're still there, but you're kind of very, you're committed to mm. it. Yeah. For anyone who's like a band kid or a former band kid, this mm. is just like that, that uh, stunning realization when you're not the trumpet player and you realize that like, oh, wait, I'm, maybe I'm not doing the weird flashy solo that's blowing my lips out, but me being here on the baritone saxophone, my note is important, but it's my note. That's exactly right. They also get powers that kind of equate to their role in the story, and we'll get to the stories they play out the most. Um, and usually, most of them are just referred to as players. They've, they've really committed to, I told you, theater kids. I don't want, they're just theater kids running around. Theater kids. Uh, their day job, like I said, is just it, they just step on chaos all day, every day. Uh, they approach war from the perspective of a performance, and um, they they have taken it up upon themselves to master this art. And it's beautiful, but most people will never really experience it because when the Harlequin arrive to deal with chaos or anything really, blink and you'll miss it. They are glass cannons in a faction of glass cannons, and they strike so hard and fast, worlds have been saved by them, and they didn't recognize what had happened. Like, chaos was bearing down on them, gone. No idea. No idea. There's glass cannons that are just like, well, we can't get hit and shattered if we're just so fast. But if you can perceive it, because in 40k, there are things that can see really fast, and there are things that are just that fast. You will see that they have... A penchant for irony. <laughs> this they is, are clowns. Yeah, and this is the Eldar sense of humor. So, for example, if you are rushing in to save a planet on a ship, uh, they might rush into the ship and kill anyone half competent enough to pilot it, and then just let it crash into the place you're trying to save, <laughs> and just watch. And and <laughs> alternatively, you may not need to see the performance per se to know it was them, because they will often pose bodies in funny ways after they're done so so they'll they'll like wipe out an army and then like stack them in a, like a cheerleader pyramid and then oh. just giggle for a bit and leave it, it's it's the the darkest thing but it's the eldar sense of humor so uh, these really are just murderous uh theater kids you know, they, they, they worship the laughing god the only problem is he laughs with an eldar sense of humor it's really dark it's pretty messed up and we're not even touching their weapons we will later but oh my god it's a whole thing. Do they also have the torsion cannon? 
kind of. Oh, well, damn. The, kind of. Um, the Twister cannon. They, they're almost impossible to hit because, um, A, they're really fast, but they also wear these suits that blast out holograms of where they were, are, and could be. And this scales with how fast they're going. So when you, if you could perceive them, you would see this shimmering line of them. And it's in this beautiful rainbow ray. And you're not sure which one to actually swing at. This has led to some of the coolest looking models I have ever seen. I will send you the specific ones to show off. And I'll link them in the show notes too. Uh, they, people have made some very, very cool models. And painted them beautifully to show off this hologram effect. So that's beyond cool for me it's just a shame that in 10th edition they got a little bit of a hammer that's just, unfortunate it's just, just a little bit of a hammer they're still playable that sounds like such a cool like concept yeah it's it, unfortunate that... but you must understand they're not space marines you simply must understand you're right Damn, they're, they're I not forgot about that. ultramarines i'm sorry it, it just has to it has to be this way in this world you either ultramarine or yeah and so when they're not busy telling people that you, they do the you're already dead bit. Uh, they're, that, they're that quick. And they, they serve as guardians and keepers of something called the Black Library, which is the Eldar's repository of knowledge, mostly the forbidden kind. It's one of, if not the most secure place in the galaxy, and it's so tightly locked up that basically nobody has been in or out without the Harlequin's explicit permission. Almost. Nobody. Like, like, big emphasis on that. We'll touch on that when we do a Thousand Sons episode. Ah. But one of them, one of them's knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> what matters is, though, for the Black Library, a lot of stuff contained is earth-rending, to say the least. There's a reason G-Dub's publishing arm is called the Black Library, and that is the machine that we learn most of our lore from. It's Knowledge is supposed to be that level of comprehensive. If you walked in there, you could find out everything from the war in heaven to today. It's jarring. That's... Stuff. Any character could walk into 40k and have a fundamental understanding of it like we do, almost. They like see it through the outside lens. Yeah. That's like the fourth wall break, the library. If the Harlequins let them. Ah. If the Harlequins let them. Uh, if it fell into the wrong hands, it would be terrifying. For, for for obvious reasons, I think I would I think I would scream if I was a human in 40k and the Tyranid. It was announced that the Tyranids got themselves into the Black Library. Yeah, that'd be horrifying. Well, for the Tyranids, it's less. Oh no, what did they read? And more, what did they eat? So it's. I'd be more horrified if they broke into. I don't like, know. Traces. Maybe they maybe they eat a Harlequin and they learn how to read. That'd be horrifying. <laughs> and they take their job very seriously about guarding the library. But considering how dangerous it is they're fairly good at keeping it because it's not like oh nobody's ever allowed in here ever ever no they will let other even other aliens in there they're like they've inquisitors have been in there before and they'll, they'll like they'll serve as like tour guides to show you this is the specific bit of information you need read it and go thank you <laughs> please don't please don't inquisition us thank you oh they don't fear the inquisition at all oh oh they don't fear they We'll t oh, we'll touch on it. Okay, no, we're going to touch on it now. They are jarringly strong. Jarringly are, strong? I wasn't kidding when I said they have stuff that might match a Primarch. Uh, they do not. I promise you right now, they do not fear the Inquisition too much. They do fear the full Imperium looking at them. That's something to be afraid of. 
But the Imperium's looking at everyone, everywhere, all at once. So, so like, their attention is divided. Mm-hmm. But but every every faction does, or should, fear the Imperium's undivided attention. Thankfully, it's never undivided. Yeah, it's always divided. Yeah. They're always fighting a 20-front war. And not losing. That's why the Imperium's so impressive. Sometimes they do, but it's a jarring thing. And specifically, they will often let you in and give you, like, a, not, not a better or more comprehensive per se, but... Uh, they do have a definite proclivity to, oh, you want to beat Chaos? Here, let's go to section C. Here, read these. Thank you. Have a nice day. This is their nature. So, so long as you're helping them with their shtick, or you're not actively hurting them, they, they don't mind too much. They won't let anyone in. They won't let scholars go in just to read. But if, you know, you can make a compelling case, like, I need this to do X, they'd be like, oh, okay. Okay, reasonable. Sounds yeah. reasonable. And this also helps them with their secondary gig, which can best be described as, you know that one image of Spider-Man holding together the massive boat? It's falling apart. That's that's them with the rest of the Eldar. Uh-huh. They're, they're stuck in the middle trying desperately to hold every Eldar sub-faction together. Yeah, because they've got a lot of those, don't they? And they all have very different approaches, and they're all very hoity-toity, because they're, they're, they're space they're elves. They're Eldar, no, They're space course. elves. They're, they're high and mighty. So it's like, no, no, no. I'm right. It's their fault we birthed the Chaos God. And the Harlequin's like, no, it was all your fault. If it was anyone's fault, it wasn't mine. That's it. I'm the only one who's right here. we slinked off and did our own thing. Yeah. And so uh, part of how they do this is by traveling around in their troops and putting on full, like, actual performances with the goal of reminding the Eldar of, hey, there's something worse waiting for all of us when we die. Can we stop squabbling for just a little bit? Uh, to do this, you need a ton of actors, obviously, with um, them with them playing the roles of all the various gods and Slanesh too. Mm. And <laughs> this is the most dangerous role because, like I told you earlier, the Harlequins are basically method actors. It's a bunch of Daniel Day Lewis's or Christian Bales running around. They commit to the role. Like I said, when they get their mask and they join their the the performance, they they, they take on their part. They take on their part. It's really dangerous. When you're doing that with Slanesh. Because you could just become an aspect of Slanesh. It, it's it's closer to... Um, do you know that one guy who sacrificed... <laughs> sorry, I have to get through this. Do you know the one guy who sacrificed his voice upon the altar of Presley to play that role in a movie a few years ago? I do not, but... No, he, he, he fundamentally now, forever, as far as I can tell, will vaguely sound like an Elvis impression. He is always Elvis. He has lost his real voice. It's gone. That's... That's kind of what happens when you try and play Slanesh. Hilarious and frightening at the same time. That's the level of commitment, and that's kind of what it does to you. It it will irrevocably change you, and that's how the solitaires are. Not only being looked at by Kegarak, but also by Slanesh. And that's one of the few Harlequins where when they die, there's a chance Slanesh will get their soul. I mean, Kegarak will put up a fight, obviously, but they have... Basically made a deal with the devil. Like, to play them, you've subsumed some part of you into this greater whole. Yeah, Slanesh has got a head start on mm-hmm. getting your soul when you yeah. die. You have taken a knee and looked upon Vegas as a sequined jumpsuit landed upon you. <laughs> no, 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 no. A sequined assless jumpsuit falls upon you. this was never ass. What? Oh, I thought we were talking about the, <laughs> the, no. the dancers in Vegas. No, no. I was, By the way, I was... those dancers are wild. I saw people getting like harangued on the street for money after taking a photo with them. <sighs> I don't... What do you want me to do with that? I don't know. 
You went to Vegas with me. You went to, you yes. saw the same people. I did, but regardless, regardless, the solitaires only really speak when they're performing, and beyond that, they roam alone because just being around them is depressing. Because it kind of feels like, oh, Slash is in the room with me. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's the thing that's going to snatch fantastic. my soul one day. Fantastic, but because they have basically the combined powers of two deities looking at them, they are jarringly strong. They are jarringly strong. They can... There's no two ways about it. They can walk circles around space marines. And I'm not talking, oh, this is an easy fight, or oh, you know, we're taking cover, we're fighting, but they're winning slowly. I mean dog walking them. I mean dodging all their bullets, ripping them apart faster than they can react, and having time to bow during their performance. They're that scary. It's... You have to remember, Space Marines are the Emperor's finest weapon. Not my words, his. They, they were meant to fight everything that he thought could harm humanity and win at the end of the day. It's the furthest you can twist a human and make them purely just a machine for violence and conquest before it's no longer human. And those things, when a human sees them fight, is off-putting. Because they move so fast, it's barely comprehensible, and they put out so much force, and they're so competent. It just, it's, it's, it's inhuman. Looking at it is just like, you're human, but not human at the same time, and I can't, I can't rectify those differences in my head. Yes, to, a human will never beat a space marine in a fight. That's just not gonna happen. That's how strong these things are, and a harlequin can walk through a group of them. Like the solitaire specifically can just waltz all over, literally waltzing, because they're theater, they're theater, they're theater dorks. Yeah, there, there, there's a scene of them, and I don't mean like, oh, this is fast, and the, the space marines see a blur. I mean, a space marine is raising its uh, his arm up to fire, and it's gone. Like he doesn't even register how quickly he's been ripped apart. It just disappears. Yeah, it it it, it, it may as well have not been there to begin with. That's how strong the solitaires are. And that's why I was like, now listen, 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 listen. To be fair, the Primarchs make do that to Space Marines all the time. The Primarchs look like a blur to Space Marines. So do Custodes to an extent. But, I mean, a group of solitaires, I think they, if, if you were to get a group of them, thank God they only work alone. But if you were to get a group of them, I think a Primarch would have some trouble dealing they'd with have, that. They'd have a problem. I... I I think I don't know if they die, but I think it would be tough if they can hit. If they can, if a single one of them can hit a space marine with the same treatment Gilliman hits a space marine with, yeah, then I think you have a problem. It wouldn't be great. I, I bare bare minimum, I think it's a lateral throw from Custodes. I, I'm gonna get in trouble for that, but I I think if you have to rank it somewhere, that's probably where it lands squarely, which is really freaking impressive that's yeah but it still means custodies are better because they can work as a cohesive unit <laughs> you, you got them there yeah everyone likes to joke call them clowns and think they're very silly but they also have literally the best gear the eldar have and i don't mean the best gear in the sense this is our finest weapon crafted to shoot x no 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 it's funny it's funny to them the they chose funny the funny weapons the funny weapons like, they, they have an anti-grav belt just to let them bounce around and do more acrobatics in the air while they're going about their business. Just because their masks can twist 
and form either your worst fears or just play back something that it has seen. So, for example, it could kill your husband and then just show up and stand at you playing his death scream over and over again. <laughs> Jesus. And it's just, eh, isn't this fun? I, I, it's the Eldar sense of humor. It's still not great, but that's a really funny joke to them. Because they're like, ah, look at him, he's freaking out. Oh. They, they have these things called the Harlequin's Kiss, which is like a sharpened tube and the, down to a very specific point. And when you when you put it in somebody, it's actually full of tiny, tiny wires, and they'll just expand outwards and blend the thing. Uh-huh. They have the opposite of it, too, where they'll throw like a net of these tiny, tiny wires and they'll just contract down. It's, it's pretty funny. They, they are the closest thing in 40K to jibbing someone in TF2 and then pointing and laughing. That's pretty much what a fight with them looks like. It's just you getting jibbed and then the heavy laughing. I'm going to hit you with the giggle globble. Yeah, no, think and fast, like, chuckle nuts. What's the giggle globble? And they're like, oh, it's funny. And then you just get shredded. You get turned into a fine paste. You could turn it into a fine... You could be smeared onto bread after they fight you. Oh. It's very rare for them to leave whole pieces. And when they do, you're going to come back and find them staged like a theater operation. We're, we're, uh, and when we when we say spread on bread, are we talking chunky peanut butter or creamy peanut butter? I guess it depends on the mood. <laughs> they also have weapons that just will fire out basically a ton of holograms in a concentrated area. And it's so bright and so blinding, you just... You'll be rendered blind for a second. Just just because they have massive shuriken launchers, because they can. They have 101 ways to jib you, like I mentioned. And they also have a weapon that just lets them phase through your armor, pluck out your heart, and then leave with it. That is incredibly dramatic. I mean, I mean, you'll see one, and then like you'll blink, and it'll be standing in front of you, and just it'll bow and give you your heart back. And you'll just look at that, and you'll have this sinking pit feeling of, well, I imagine as soon as you like, as soon as he bows, you're probably already keeling over. Depends if it's a space marine. That's like, ah, I needed that. That's a spare. Oh, I see. <laughs> I forgot the space marines got double everything. Yeah, but but Harlequin, they will showboat. So I could totally see one reaching in, yanking a heart, handing it back to the marine, and he just goes, Ugh. Oh, really? For God's sake! Do you know? Do you know how long it's gonna take to put this back? How hard it was to get it in there to begin with? So they they have. So much fun at the expense of pretty much everyone else. I mean, that is a clown type, Pete. Yeah, they have tons of different units. Like I said, the Solitaires are one of them. They're quite a bit. Uh, the, your average player isn't a joke either. They have these things called Shadow Seers, and their job is just to basically mess with everyone's mind on the battlefield. Basically just sow fear, sow chaos. It doesn't matter how good of a soldier you are. If they're nearby, you may just go mad. Uh-huh. They're that level, and then you also have the Death Jesters, who are dressed like this, uh, it looks like, a, they're dressed like the Grim Reaper, but like he's a circus act, basically. And they, they usually represent death in their plays. I mean, that makes sense. Death Jester, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like a Death Jester. Yeah, exactly. And uh, remember that Shuriken Cannon I mentioned earlier? Mm-hmm. They use a version called the Shrieker Cannon, which, when you fire them, it has this acid in it, and it'll make Every blood vessel will start expanding rapidly, and then it'll just jib you. And it's called the Shrieker Cannon, because whenever they do that in, a, in like a platoon of people, they will always shriek in fear. It, it doesn't make any sound at all. They've just named it, because every time they fire it, it's just, you just hear sh- like, ah, screaming. 
And they're just in the background going, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's, That's funny. It's so neat. It's so much fun. If you play League, it's just a bunch of gins running around, basically. That's all. Just high art, hoity-toity, who they're actually, as far as Eldar go, if you were ever to bump into, if you're a human being and you have to bump into Eldar, first of all, never let it be Dark Eldar. That's just not going to, you will be a couch by the end of it. Funnily enough, these very murderous clowns are the ones you would want to meet the most. They're the nicest. Because they don't they don't have any they don't think I mean they all Eldar think to some level that they're superior, but they also they, they do recognize like, oh we're we're in the same fight basically. If if you guys are fighting back chaos, Slanesh is in that chaos umbrella. You're cool. You're they, with us. We're on the they, same we yeah, have the same they, enemy. They they won't immediately just look down upon you. But the other Eldar will. So it's funny. These guys sound really horrifying and on the battlefield, they're some of the most visceral, but if I had to meet one, I think I'd have to meet them. Because at least my odds are better, and also, you know, it's going to be instant. I-, I doubt the human brain can comprehend being stabbed and then exploding outwards, you know? If, as long as it happens quick enough. It, it, you, you just be gone, you know? You missed. Yeah, I, if I turn into mist, I don't mind being turned into mist, honestly. It's far better than being hit with a bullet that's massive by a space marine, or that one shot in the, in that one Astartes animation where it does a really good job of conveying the force that space marines can put down, mm-hmm. where they grab this psyker and just like punch down, and you can just see like the top half of his body just juice. I mean, it's it's a comp. You've seen it. Before. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just the, the the level of force. It doesn't even look like the marines trying particularly hard. It just looks like that person was a sack of jelly ready to explode. Mm-hmm. And then he exploded. Yeah, I, even that sounds worse than being jibbed by these guys. So, if there's any takeaway, shoot for the theater kids. If you have to go out in 40k, this is the fa- best Finds way to go. Find the theater kids. Exactly. There's so many other units. They're so much fun, but this is just a brief overview on them. Uh, Thank you, as always, for watching. We will see you next Wednesday for the Patreon episode and next Saturday for the regular episode. That's going to be a special episode that's not one of the four listed. Um, You guys have a whole week to get your votes in in the comments, and then we'll see who wins the loser's bracket from there. I am still rooting for you, Night Lord's guy. I didn't forget about you. I'm wearing blue for a reason. That's all I'm going to say. Well... No, file your taxes. Thank you as always. That's for more being of a here. navy blue. That seems stop, more stop, night lords. Stop. No, no, I need, I need. Let's this. get those night lords to the top. I... <sighs> Is this what having you back means? Yeah, uh, me stirring the pot, instigating. Why must you instigate? Why? why I've been with why the night. I've can't been you trying just let to me have the ultramarines in peace. <laughs> I'm not asking for much. I've been with that Night Lords guy since I saw his comments. They're okay? so underrepresented. Come on, please. Night Lords. And I see you, Iron Warriors, supporting the Night Lords. Keep going. I know. It's just the, the coalition of petty is forging. <laughs> and I'm like, where are the loyalists when I need them? But regardless, thank you as always for being you. We'll see you next week.